Um, welcome. Thank you for welcome having me. Welcome to live from Studio Venus, and this is Alexis. I'm going to attempt your last name. It's Bylobziski. Bylobziski. It's not hard. It's not. When I was trying to say it, though, I got like the three syllables. No. And, and it is hard because you know what? I shouldn't say it's not hard. I try to um, pronounce other people's last names and I just do a horrible job. Really? But because I've been like, you know, a Bylobziski through, well, two marriages now. Yeah. yeah. And since I was, you know, a youngin and couldn't even spell, <laughs> I was like, oh, I know how to spell my last name, so I should be good. And, and there are, yeah, because there's a lot of letters in there. There's last a lot. Name. There's the Z, the Y, W. No W. No W. Dang okay. it. <laughs> you got me there. See, it's good that I did not intend. So welcome. So I, you and I just skimmed in art school because the year I started was the year you graduated. Right. So I knew who you were because you guys, you know, it's always. We're the, we were the Grand Prairie. You were the Prairie. rock stars. Well, the Grand Prairie contingent. <laughs> yeah. There was like the Grand Prairie contingent. There was like the. Um, uh, Red Deer contingent and like the uh, out east, we call them like the Ontario contingent. <laughs> there weren't any Lethbridge contingents? Ah, there was a couple, but they, but they were really, really shy. <laughs> we're like, mm, you know. But yeah, we met a lot of good people from yeah. Lethbridge. There's been so many great people that have gone through our Lethbridge University. We're so lucky to have um, some professors from away and, and that sort of thing that brought a real interesting bend to how we see art. Yeah, Lethbridge definitely, well, when you came from up north, we felt like we were coming to the big city. Number <laughs> one, you had sushi. Yeah. With the, we never had sushi before. And coming to an art school, but not only that, but downtown, there was like an art gallery. Yeah. You really felt like, oh, I'm here for art. And yeah. it is a very arty, like I call it an arty town, but it's a city. Mm -hmm. it can, it's been growing consistently since I came in 2000. Well, we're up to 100. 2001, actually. 100, yeah. uh, thousand now. So I think that's like uh, like 20,000 more people than when I came in 2001. Yeah. No, I think even more. When so. I came, well, this is this is probably not interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's Where, well, when I came in the 80s, <laughs> no, I think it was like 83 or 84 it's when like I you came. You were like the Samantha coming off the bus on Sex in the City with your like crazy hair and like, <laughs> when I showed up, I just dropped myself downtown. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Let's I came see. in grade grade eleven, oh, and it was huge. 11. I came from Lacombe, oh, so yes. it was like big yeah. city to me too. I was like, sweet, no one knows me right. in the school. A little less I can hick, do. maybe. Oh yeah, but we're hicking lots of ways. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> we still have the hick. Oh yeah, on. yeah. But lots so of, you came. Lots of hick. So and then did you guys you all go to Winnipeg or where'd you no, guys go? I went with Garth Hardy yeah. at the time to Winnipeg. Okay. And Aaron and Darcy stayed here. Okay. Uh, Kristen, who was from Lethbridge, uh, Buren Rood, she actually moved out east as well. Where did she go? She went to Halifax. Mm. We kind of hung out. Um, Winnipeg's another amazing city yeah. for art. Yeah, for like so. artist collectives. You probably know all about that. I do, That's yeah. Your, like, that was my research. Butter. Yeah, yeah. Did you spend a lot of time in Winnipeg? Um, well, and see, I'm kind of, I'm from, all my family is in Winnipeg. So I that was great anyways, too. but yeah, we did and, and interviewed a few different, three different collectives in Winnipeg itself. Which so, ones? Um, I knew you were going to say oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. There I was... should ask too many questions. I'm the one being interviewed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Shut Let's up. that shit around. There's lots. And like all in the exchange district and all these yeah. amazing buildings. One and... burnt down though where Shauna and Lori, like Shauna oh. Dempsey and Lori Milan, they're... 
the whole it was this beautiful brick building i have yeah. no idea how a brick building burnt down but it to Probably the ground apparently so electrical yeah it's yeah. old too and so. i can't imagine because i'd had all of their stuff all their stuff yeah, mm, yeah. It, it was like a when i went up there it was just like looking oh in the catalog i saw this right. and that it was so amazing to be in a space of all these like art stars well you look you... at the art on the wall but almost the wall is just as interesting oh it's totally this beautiful old brick building that's got a lot of character oh yeah it had know, so much and, character yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I, that was it was i went to winnipeg twice actually did I you went, yeah Why? I thought it was romantic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has to be like the first person uh, to ever, ever say, I went to Winnipeg because uh, I thought it was romantic. romantic. Well, oh I my remember... God. That I, needs to be a t-shirt. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or just the fact that um, there was something so romantic about... Oh, am I? Sorry. Um, it's like like the, the artist, like, you know, the dreary... The dreary weather, you know, the big coats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crying yourself to sleep every night, you know, <laughs> drinking too oh, you much coffee. you were young then, weren't you? I think, yeah. I think I was. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time. And then the second time when I went with Garth, he actually went after we both graduated from University of Lethbridge. He uh, graduated with his um, multidisciplinary degree mm -hmm. in art. And then he went to U of M. He got accepted for oh, okay. um, music, like composing. His oh, okay. masters in composing. So, I mean, and I had family there. Right. It was the second time. I kind of knew, like, yeah. when you're young, you kind of want to go places where you feel like you know people enough. Yeah. Yeah. And there sure. was a bit of an art scene. It was still the prairies. It wasn't too far from home. Yeah. And uh, that lasted for two years. And I, I literally came back. I even wrote about it. I was like, I came back to Lethbridge because I followed my heart. I came back to the Coolies because I followed my heart. Oh. And there is something special about Lethbridge that way because the um, landscape is so unique here. Yeah. And having um, grown up up north, yeah. out northern Alberta area, it just felt like, especially when I came in the summer, it was spring, summer in 2001, I felt like I... Actually, it was 2000, May 2000, and it was so hot, and I felt like I landed on Mars. <laughs> There's, like, no trees, a lot of coolies. I thought, yeah. what a weird, cool place. And like, yeah. You yeah. know, pretty impressionable. Because well, when you drove in, like, that's yeah. what happened the very first time I came to Lethbridge. You kind of drive into this sort of these coolie things that you've yep. never seen before. Well, anything south of Calgary was kind of like, oh, I'm going... I've never been out here before. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I went to. I spent a lot of time in Calgary when I was a kid. I had grandparents there, but yeah, Lethbridge yeah. is is unique. It's got its, its own little spin. If I find it interesting because you are from up north. When you were coming west, you were coming to Lethbridge. So Lethbridge had your heart. Well, and also a lot. We call it the contingencies, like the contingency from Lethbridge or from Grand Prairie and from Red Deer and out east, because the colleges we all went to had this um you know negotiation this agreement that our two years spent in college could directly be um you know applied transferred to our, yeah. yeah just a, a transfer program yeah yeah and it was funny in our last year a lot of us graduating with our fine arts degree were one credit short and we didn't find that out until like last semester oh. and we all had to pick up like i don't know what we're gonna do what and they're did like, you do um i did um independent study independent study with yeah. Kyle Granzo. Oh, there yep. you go. Yeah, he put up with me for a little bit there. <laughs> it was, we were just talking with uh, with Auntie Davies and talking about Carl Granzo. Oh, yes, yeah. Because he dedicated his work down here at Galt Gardens yep. to him. So. Yeah, he probably, because yeah. I think he helped him with it a lot. Like, yeah. it's a big, 
uh, endeavor to like you know engineer the cost. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think you know it was a real learning. Curve. He was lucky to have. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky to have. Good Carl. for him. That and that's awesome. that's what happens. Um, and especially we're sort of small enough and big enough that you do get where we have friends and colleagues that are helping that want to the best for you. A little bit of a family there. Yeah. I know. I, I've experienced that recently. I feel like my art family is come to bat for me in lots of ways even people who you know you don't oh you don't really talk to them or you might see them at, like it's been forever since an art opening but it's always yeah. a little awkward or you're like hey yeah. how's it going <laughs> or what are you doing with your life nothing yeah. you know yeah and yeah we're all connected because yeah. we do care about art in some way shape or form that's you know that's our just authentic selves yeah you know yeah and it's something that we all share. Um, we're from different places. Yeah, Lethbridge is a real um, conglomerate of that. Yeah, and I hate to say it, but I've had lots of opportunities to leave and and you know with jobs elsewhere. I do come back here. Yeah, and it's because my husband really does love it, but I love it too. <laughs> He's just shown me how much I loved it. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And I think a lot of it too is you kind of give into it after a while. The weather <laughs> is great. Yeah, really. Like the is. weather, although it's windy and it's been horribly windy this this spring. last few days. Oh yeah, yeah, or just yeah. like the last month. Well, yeah. I've been here for a while. It's like, damn, that's bad. <laughs> and like my windows are so gross. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't even want to talk don't about even, it. Don't even go, man. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Mine's not because of the wind. <laughs> but, you know, um, and being, like, just diagnosed with MS recently, you know, really sunshine is a real important factor in, like, my everyday kind of, like, hey, try to get as much sun as you can. Right. It's like, yeah, that is good that I live here. Cause yeah. One of the sunniest places in Canada. Yeah. Although people are saying, too, like, not to get away from the art, there's no. other issues down south that they're wondering if it's environmental like with food we eat with the agriculture oh. that kind of like it's it's all up in the air but i'm very thankful to be in a very sunny place because yeah. other than being on the coast out west or yeah. you know there's not too many places with such lovely weather no we are we're lucky for that and I don't know and it is great to have all the different arts that we have going on here you were talking about you taking up writing again and getting into that we have a big community here of writers I know it's almost like daunting because it's like oh yeah I should get on that get you connected. should get on that boy next time we can perform yeah I oh. feel like I'm ready for that yeah yeah well let me know for sure I'll be there okay yeah I all probably right. won't read my own stuff but oh you should they're champion you on. so what do you write well, I write poetry that I actually have been writing since I was a, uh, a child and I'd keep books and these books were um, like I would name them, I would buy, you know, a journal and, you know, give it a title. It would become sort of like a daily, kind of like when we were talking um, before we started here, just even about Instagram, like you do it every day, you have yeah. something to show for it, even if it's not good, whatever, you throw it in there. Yeah. And I would do some drawing, some collage, but mainly it was poetry. And poetry mm -hmm. and based on just sort of this, um, I guess your, your just experience of just experiencing things that are happening around you. Yeah. And almost like what, a, what I feel my paintings would do is collaging different aspects and trying to put it in, in some sort of format that kind of makes sense that you can read into, but not necessarily totally clear. So you kind of get to get lost within the words. I love you the words. Yeah. I do too, and yeah. I don't mind getting lost in them without knowing exactly why. Sometimes you just have to let the. It's sort of like you can't you can't sit down and be like, 
I'm gonna write a, a, a poem about a dog. No, well, you can, but I don't. But I can't really do that. I kind of, I, it sort of comes to you, and yeah. usually you get inspired by. I usually get inspired by something in nature, something that happens, that feels very. Um, it's like the gestalt of it. Like, oh yes, yes, <laughs> it's coming now. Yeah, and, and I like, um, you know, just uh, the elements. You know, elements and, and experiencing it, like, very human, too. And even just, like, people, um, characters. Yeah. And going through... And I love how the English language, thank God I know it, because it's so difficult. I don't yeah. know how people learn it. I know. But um, it's the only language I know. And I love utilizing um, words in a way that it's artistic. Yeah. It almost creates, like, an emotion. I feel that's kind of what... When you get your hands dirty, even with, like collage paint i'm working with a little bit of clay right now not doing so good with it it's pretty bad thank but god for it fun? yeah 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 well, it's that's fun. all that matters but you know you put a lot of pressure on you especially if you're doing it at home yeah and you're like god that sucks and i'm using recycled <laughs> clay which is really soft oh and i'm just like man that's pretty shitty. hand building yeah yeah <laughs> Now oh, you're good. making me want to do that. It's great. I'm making my hands and clay I feel like again. that's what it is. It's like, yeah. and I've always, I bring back the writing because that's the thing that I would say has always been for me, like as a, uh, something that I can measure my art by. Huh. I always drew, I always thought of myself in a, as an artist, as a young person, like even in elementary, you know, um, you were like there was like the boy artist of the class and the girl artist <laughs> depending if you were a boy or a girl you'd go to that person to ask them to draw you something cause, right oh yeah, yeah yeah so i was the girl artist you were the girl artist um bruce was the boy artist oh. i don't know what happened to bruce Didn't yeah keep in touch I wonder if he went through he might have he, gone through art school as well i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't yeah. be surprised and then you know you just kind of i i did a, a couple of poster contests and then and then you kind of get to junior high and you finally get to go into like real like art classes yeah. right like yeah. as an option and i always enjoyed that i had an um I didn't have as many opportunities in high school because of the other classes that I would take to right. get my degree or to get my diploma or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. but I knew even though I wasn't taking like you still had that identity. Oh, yeah. I was going yeah. to art school. Yeah, my mom and she was like, you don't need this, this, and this to graduate. You've got what you've got. Yeah, if you're going to art school. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna get that too. You know. And mm -hmm. I went to art school anyways. I had, I thoroughly enjoyed art school. In and you college. said you went to Grand Prairie, right? Yeah, college. I hear they have a great. It was just like, I don't know, I was 20-something. Like, I was pretty young and also just like, I just felt so free and I had some really good instructors. Yeah. It was also a college. You're learning a lot of like your skill-based art practice and stuff. But right. I had good um, good teachers, Yeah, you know, even from the get-go. And so moving down here and also coming with the contingency, right. it was felt like a family, it felt like continuing that. Yeah. And what made um, Lethbridge exciting is the fact that, you know, there was the SAG downtown, there were different opportunities. You know, it's really hard after you graduate with the, with the degree and you probably know this, like, damn, mm -hmm. what do I do with that? And yeah. I heard that. I had, I had lots of support, you know, I can't complain about that, but a lot of people were like, okay, so she's going to art school. Yeah. And nowadays that's, I would, you know, is that considered a, a frivolous, almost, um, 
you know, uh, what's the word? Well, uh, you could say that any education is frivolous, really. Yeah, I know. But, you know, people <laughs> like, oh, art school. Like, oh, a, I know. A, a real liberal education. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, so glad I did it. Thank oh, God. Oh, me too. And, like, not only that, I mean, I paid for it for sure. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, ah, oh, that was such a precious time. It was a precious time. And to oh, me, it so opens up other times in my life when I need it. I mean, you were just talking about um, with being diagnosed with MS and then getting into reading again. Like that's gonna be an art yep. that is going to, you know, you're gonna be able to work through a lot of stuff or, when or whatever you're, it. When you're like, and I'm lucky because I have the relapsing remitting type, they assume like I'll know more. I just got diagnosed in October of yeah, 2020. Yeah. And so it's pretty new, but, um, I mean, there was a time there where I was like, holy shit, I can't hold a pencil. Yeah. Oh, this is not good. Because it's your identity your whole life. Well, you're just kind of like, huh, wow, I really should have wrote that. I really should have painted that. <laughs> How huh. am I doing with my life? You know oh, what I mean? really? Yeah, you're just kind of like, wow, okay, that yeah. that sucks. Because yeah. if you can't, you, you, you always think, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Like, I always kind of thought too, like, oh, you know, I just really put off that marathon, like, yeah. And I, I can still do that, but mm. like the fact that is it is it important for me enough to be like, you know what, what am I spending my time doing? Mm. And if I'm not if art really is important to me, yeah. how I'm how am I really incorporating that into my everyday life? Right. Because a lot of people, um and and that just happens. Like I actually well, because I was struggling after my um my fine arts degree and finding a job and not and knowing I didn't want to go into arts administration yeah and just trying to find yourself like yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up but I knew I loved art yeah, yeah. and I actually tried to go into digital design I didn't really I wasn't a fit yeah I went to massage therapy school I am known to have like it's the <laughs> biggest joke in my family and people who know me it's mm -hmm. like Alexis worked there <laughs> like literally whatever there is <laughs> I mean they're like oh yeah Alexis worked there Alexis worked there and there's I don't remember all the places that I worked I remember most of them yeah but uh not all fun not all of them you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> and you do what you have to do but it got to the point where it was like I need a I need some sort of stability and I have this part in my heart too for healthcare and I started as a healthcare aide mm -hmm. because I just wanted to get into that and that took me back to um, Lethbridge University to do um, a nursing degree. And I right. couldn't have done that without my fine arts. Why is that? Because it was an after degree program. Oh, right, right. And I was the only one in the class with a fine arts degree. Everybody else was like, <laughs> eh, I got science, that helps, yeah, you know? And, yeah. and fine arts, it did. It was really interesting, like a lot of the instructors in the nursing program kind of, I felt like I was sort of like this freak, right? You know, this yeah, freak yeah. zoo animal, like, let's see how she does. <laughs> you know, I had all the qualifications mm -hmm. and yeah. I, you know, but when I got in there, it was the way I thought. And I definitely excelled in areas that other people didn't. And I kept bringing up social determinants of health. And that just pissed everybody off. But I always got 100% for that, you know? Because I kind of got it, yeah, like, you yeah, know? Yeah, And it's a big part of even just my nursing right now. I'm just casual mental health and addictions in, in Claire's home, so. So, and did, something like that, because I don't know anything about the nursing, is that something you chose while you were taking your nursing education? Or is it like a 
like you can do needles yeah. and everything but you yeah. chose that part no of it. i didn't it's just like everything else i you know that's where i am right now mm -hmm. but i started in um long-term care palliative then I did a little wow. bit of um, subacute. I know I was never really in the hospital setting in an acute setting, yeah. but I did, um, you know, St. Mike's, you know, and then I went and did a maternity leave at uh, Bigelow Fowler Clinic, and I was there um, both in the west and the south. And then I did a little bit of. I I had a girlfriend up north. That's kind of what started getting me kind of sniffing back going back up north because yeah. Grand Prairie needed some um, instructors for LPNs oh. and on the surgical unit and I had qualifications and I could do that so I did that for a little bit just contract and then I was like having a hard time just finding my niche here in the city right and you know that happens a lot too when you're a new nurse and you haven't really picked your site or your specialty and you know, I had so many different things going on. I went, I really did like home care. So I went yeah. into home care and I moved up um, to La Crete and high level and did home care in the rural areas there. Right. And I, I was trying to get back down, <laughs> you know, still had a husband here and a house and yeah. like, you know, and I moved to Edmonton for a little bit and did uh, home care in the Northeast. And then when there was a position um, at the hospital, a transition coordinator, they just needed somebody, um, it was a it was a temporary position, so it was just temporary, and you know it was all right, but it really wasn't my fit in that setting. Yeah, really interesting, and I think that really that piece for me, I finally figured out like what's important. Like when you're a transition coordinator at a hospital, you see all the different pieces come together, especially in an acute setting. Yeah, and how to stabilize people, sending them back home into the community, and just where. Um, even the system really lets people down sometimes too, right? And I always, even going through school, I freaking loved addictions and mental health. Yeah. And that's a specialty area. You kind of have to pick it. You're going to be like, well, okay, you know. And I did take a position out at Claire's home um, just after the transition coordinator, and I really liked it. But I found being just full-time, permanent was just a lot. And yeah. so I ended up going casual there. And then I did get a, a casual position in at the Lethbridge um, uh, jail. But that, you know what, with COVID and then with my, um, and I just, that was actually during the time where I got diagnosed with my MS. And it's just, you know what, I got to pull back. And so I don't work at the jail anymore, but I do work casually. Still casual. Yeah. But it's interesting though, because it's your art is you're coming back to it for lack of a better yeah. word and you know did what? you did you make art while you were working full-time no because no. you're working freaking full-time right no. and no. art needs our bright like it needs our space yeah. to think and imagine yeah. and when you're so busy there's just not a lot of space and i felt that bad usually. about it like even feeling like i was and i think uh you know i have to keep bringing up the ms but like mm -hmm. the last year freaking exhausted all the time and i'm like yeah. what the hell's wrong with me like there's yeah. people who do this like this isn't hard shouldn't well, be hard but you know when you start really pulling back and listening to yourself and if you if you're lucky enough to get a second chance kind of like how i am it's like oh yeah you know that's important to me mm. and i think yeah it's scary it's scary to go to school for something you don't think you're gonna get a job for yeah but it's brave and it's what you do with it yeah like a degree is only as good as what you use it for yeah because you know what I could be a nurse I could be um you know I could be anything um but if I'm not gonna do that work 
then it doesn't really matter. Like, it's, it's what you want to make from your life of it. Right. And so even just having, um, I find it like having a fine arts degree, I always, up until this point, I was really like, am I as proud of it? Because I didn't get as much attention having a fine arts degree as I did being a nurse. Right. All of a sudden, it kind of legitimized me as a community member in a different way, not to say... Yeah. Um, I don't know. There it's, is more worth. There is more worth, definitely. Well, it's almost like it's an unspoken thing. It's a, it's a profession. Yeah, exactly. And I really feel like um, being an artist is... Uh, um, what a priest. They're uh, a calling. Like a calling, like a... Like a, yeah. You know what the word is? See, that's why I have to go home and <laughs> practice my writing. It's like, uh, it's more than just a profession. It's sort of your life, your mm-hmm. lively, like your, what you work Your towards. being. Yeah. 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 Your, your heart and soul go into it. You can't fake that. I've I met lots of people in, that have a really, you know, strong will, heart. They want to help people. They're in, you know, mental health and addictions for sure. Lots of lots of good people out there working um, in healthcare, but you can't fake it for too long, right? And even with art, I mean, you can't even make it. <laughs> if I you're think faking it's it. yes, exactly. So exactly. it's pretty brave. Yeah, you yeah. know. And I have a lot of opportunity when I think about you know I have an education in art. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of support even for my family. I, I have lots of. I have a community that really supports me as a as a human being, not just as an artist. When when you were diagnosed and you say like right away when all of a sudden or not even diagnosed but when things weren't working, yeah, and you were almost afraid you weren't going to be able to make anything. Were there things exactly you mm. wanted to make, or were they? I just thought about. So I'm like, mm-hmm. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just thought about like how important it was just to really make sure you're using your every day just till it's full. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like, I'm doing fine now. Yeah. But oh my god, like anything can happen at any time. Yeah. I know people when they see me and they they haven't seen me for a bit, and COVID's been kind of to blame for that as well. But it's like. Oh shit, she looks pretty good. She's you that bright, you know. And I have a lot of energy, so I'm always like, "Yeah, I'm doing okay." You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing all right. So, how much of that is your facade, and how much is for real? I think mm-hmm. I'm definitely pulling back more, like my fatigue. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to kind of plan your day. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, that's their normal life. But mm-hmm. I was never like that. I was like always hell's bells. Yeah. Like even in nursing, right? I I was casual, but I was working a lot and mm-hmm. during COVID right up until I was diagnosed. So that's why I thought, oh, I'm just like tired and yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I like so to what have you suck been the marrow. What am I making? Yeah, so you're you've been working with clay. Yeah, that are would... you are you picking up your collaging and? Uh, I, I'm starting to collect things. So that's what happens is mm-hmm. you start to like, cl- you need to collect your nest of crap that you can throw on stuff. Good, because I'm just collecting. Maybe we can do it together one time. Because yeah. I'm, that's what I'm doing is collecting, but I've never done collage before. Oh. I have this wonderful inspiration here. I'm looking at all I'm, your stuff and yeah. I feel like Well, this is Rick's. Wow. This one. Oh, okay. It's Rick Gillis's, yeah. Yeah. I bought I bought that from him. But anyway, like you so that's a literally, lovely... Like, and that's actually, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. everything to me, um, it was noticing the little things. Like, you go out for a walk, you know, when you're a kid and you don't have many outlets in a northern Albertan town, you make your own 
fun your imagination is what takes you on your on your road trips downtown for a cup of coffee and you might find a piece of crap on the ground and you stick it in your book and it's like <laughs> oh that's the coolest yeah you write about you know some guy on the bus that you think's really weird or you know that's like ooh, you know yeah, yeah. and I think um I've like coming back to what's important to me in art and even living in Lethbridge is like it's not where you go it's what you make of it yeah absolutely and when I realized coming back and even just um being recently diagnosed is just how important it is to recognize all the th the little things that are important it's not it's not like oh I'm gonna move here I'm gonna get that job I'm gonna make that amount of money like it's never gonna be enough it's yeah. what you're doing right now yeah you know especially because like you say tomorrow isn't promised right yeah and so when you all of a sudden sort of I am um, my mom both of her parents died when she was young so we grew up without grandparents and she grew, and so she didn't think she'd live maybe past 40 she just because her parents died so young she yeah. just and so she she would always say like you know tomorrow's not promised like we you have to do what you have to do I mean now she's 70 gonna be 74 and then you know done yeah. all kinds of things but she always did live each day and it, we were always like I love you it was always like making yeah. sure we were all in tune with each other and you know that was a big thing that she did because she dealt with loss at a young age and I think it's something that unfortunately sometimes people never ever learn that lesson well, or they learn it too late. And I know working in palliative care, I was like, oh, yeah. People, I really... I was going to ask you about that. I huh? really, truly believe people live uh, or die like they live. Mm. So, you know, there's really tough people out there. It takes, you know, a toll on the family on, like, I don't know. That's just my personal, yeah. like, uh, what I think. It's not, you know, base it on anything. But, yeah. like, uh, I think, too... Um, from a young age, even when I graduated high school, I, I really knew that I wanted to find something that couldn't really be defined easy, but mm -hmm. had meaning. And mm -hmm. I think art really is like, that was an easy avenue for me to go, but there's definitely that avenue in, um, in healthcare, because yeah. you're, you really, with the right attitude, with the right person, you really, it's not always about the, having the best skills, you need to always have that part that's, you know, your knowledge and your skills, but your attitude and mm -hmm. that openness to knowing that it's a privilege to be part of that. Yeah. Because you know what? You start to identify yourself and understand yourself through what other people go through too. Because it's not, you can't, I don't know, nursing's a weird thing. It, it really, there is an art to nursing. Mm -hmm. And I know even going to uh, you know nursing school here in Lethbridge, um, you know, it was really, it was, it was a really intense time because they try to, you try to learn that in like your two years, two and a half or whatever after, with my after degree, all, because I took just all nursing at that time. So I got the degree in that time, but it was like, how do you teach someone that? You have yeah. to experience that. And I think that's why I went to all these different and couldn't, and even why I had <laughs> yeah. all these different jobs. Yeah. And just, you know, but when I come back to it, art is really what can take all of this. And, and if I figure out, um, you know, how to put it either in a poem, in a painting, in mm -hmm. a book, in a, a, you know, installation, you can make sense of it. Yeah. It's like collage, but 
you know, it's like you say, I could sit here and talk about it. It's what, what I'm going to do yeah. with it, you know? Well, it is, and sometimes it isn't. Like, sometimes I think talking about a piece and even knowing that it needs to be made is just as yeah, good as that's where I'm really making at because now know? I don't have the numbness and tingling I'm doing better physically and yeah. now I'm pulling back from my positions that enough to say like yeah I didn't get a shift this week well what else am I going to be doing you know yeah. what I mean so yeah. it's giving me that freedom to finally say yeah I need to go back to doing sometimes art. freedom's hard though so do you feel like that do you feel like you're ready to jump into making something or do you feel yourself holding back because I think I, I was for a month or two uh just kind of scared because I'm kind of a perfectionist too mm. if you looked at my art you'd be like she's not a perfectionist <laughs> I don't know that's kind of crappy but, we all have our aesthetic but like um yeah. you know that feeling of being in uncharted waters and not sure where it's going to end up or be like so I wrote this, now what? Where do I, do I publish it? Like, should yeah. I self-publish it? Like, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. It's kind of shitty, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you're just kind of like, I don't know. I think, and you know, when you have MS, but not always. I mean, people have MS and they just, everybody lives a different life. This is just Everybody experiences it differently. I just feel like, well, you know, I mean, if I have another relapse and I can't, do anything yeah yeah like do it now yeah you know and I think too um today's a good day yeah you know today's a good day to do that and you always feel better when you do something even if it's yeah. just I think there really is the importance of um like even you know you have a beautiful studio space having an art practice making it legit to yourself saying even if I'm just gonna do it you know, 15, 20 minutes a day. It's just like exercise and diet. And you need to make it part of your life, your everyday life, your practice. Yeah. Because those are the things that you're going to, that's what's going to shape your life. And that's what you're going to have something, you're going to have something to show for it. Yeah. Like when you're dead, you know, even your body itself, you know what I mean? It's like, well, that's how you lived your life. That shows how you lived it to yeah. a certain degree. I mean, we don't always have control over things. But even in our art practice, I mean, you might not have control if you're, you know, you're just using, you're the medium for your creative powers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I really believe in that. Like, I don't know if some of this crap comes About from. which? Just like when you're like, I literally, yeah. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, oh crap, I got to write that down. Right. Like, whoa, yeah. where did that come from? Yeah. So it is feeling like it's just coming. Yeah. Yeah. And you better have a pen handy. I would try to remember stuff. Or actually, I get a lot when I'm just driving, either yeah. to and from work or just... Because it's kind of that zone, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's dangerous if you're writing on a sticky note and driving, yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? That's not good. That's not good. Nobody you don't wants do to that. Yeah, that's that. not something you've ever done. Right. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 So no, I no. use a dictaphone now. Yeah. You learn lots of things that way, too. Yeah. But. Yeah. Has your writing changed? Since I there's think, almost this... Uh, I think I actually was the most tapped in when I was in Winnipeg. Yeah. The first, even the second time. And I think it. Uh, I wrote a little bit when I was um, maybe about four years ago. And yeah. I lost a lot of that. That was pretty good. I was really proud of it. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think it's just... It's just that you know you gotta keep doing it. Yeah, it's just like yeah. when you draw; it takes a while to get back into the. It does. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's why they call it practice. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking at some of like your paintings, and 
I noticed the eyes are in all of them. Yep, I think like, you're right. I think I like the eyeballs. Yeah, and I like your eyeballs. Oh, yeah, so you. <laughs> you do have lovely peepers. Yes. I mean, yeah. they're these they were very, huge. Yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. they called me bug. They like I grew into my eyeballs, actually. <laughs> well, they're nice, but so that is something you notice when you're painting, too, then, that I the eyes are... I just feel like are... they're a symbol. I like, well, I like figures, and female figures particularly. I don't know. I'm always looking for, like uh aspects of beauty i guess mm -hmm. and i always found like the eyes but then there's some paintings i haven't used a lot of eyes in but i find like that's the best way to convey someone's soul yeah and authenticity is if you look someone in the eyeballs well you can feel it when yeah. you when you look in those and then when i looked it it was just the back of the head yeah. so it was almost like no you're not allowed to see <laughs> like it just like all of I them like it just like struck too. me what's hair, hair yeah just love hair. Me too. Yeah. I don't too. know. It's kind of. <laughs> I can't. I can't paint it worth anything. But now that you say that, I have enjoyed when I. Oh when yeah. I do just paint it. Hair. Just yeah. <laughs> we'll just put a tendril you know, over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's like I don't think about it too much. Yeah. I think if you were really to deconstruct some of my paintings, be like, what is like? I honestly just try to make something beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. So and that's that's your that, goal. Well, no, no, it's fine. I it's, don't know if that's pretty kitschy or just, but I don't know. There's sometimes it's like when I when you create something, it's like when you grow a plant. Yeah, you want that plant to be for what for whatever reason. Like you've only got this, you know, type of material to work with. So yeah. let's just make it as nice as possible. Mm. You know, and enjoy yeah. that process. I think um, I like to go a little bigger too. Yeah, me too, if possible. I've my mom has been her and I paint in here on Fridays and she likes going tiny because oh, yeah. she's and she's like close and like this and I'm I look at her I'm just like I can't do it like yeah. I I've got this it's harder oh it's so too. much harder because yeah. my strokes are bigger so you it's know it's just getting I don't just the tactile mm -hmm. of it yeah you know yeah. I don't know I like I like, and I, I think that's why I like um, clay. I'm yeah. not good at it, but I can enjoy that process. Yeah. And sooner or later, if you make enough stuff, yeah. and yeah, it's all crap, it might be nice if you had put stuff together and just, you know what I mean? It's all process. Yeah, yeah. No, and process to me, and I mean, some of my favorite art pieces are ones that are art process. Right. That people have done, right? Where right. you're actually seeing the process or the remnants right. of of that process well, i was known in art schools we'd always give art back and forth i don't know we'd always have no money it's like here's an art piece of art it's your birthday here's yeah. your art it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. thanks that's what i but you liked it oh totally <sighs> i think i used somebody's art once and painted over it and then they found out <gasps> it was like no way. i know right i'm just an asshole <laughs> But I was see, like, I do that process. all the time. Yeah. It would be terrible if anyone knew. <laughs> yeah, I just painted over a couple that were people that I and it was and Aaron Hagen. I'm very sorry. Oh, it was one of his. It was one of yours, <laughs> and and he found. He's like, hey, wait a second. I think that piece. That's a little bit of mine. Aaron's like a brother <laughs> to me, so yeah. I'm gonna see what this says. Oh, broadcast failed. Well, we'll share what we did. That's that's cool. That's, <laughs> that's cool. okay. We're still on here. We're still on here. We still have the podcasts going. Um, so let's see. So your husband's very arty. Yes. Yeah. And that's Darcy the thing Logan. is, I have someone who, like, for example, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get back into art. Like, 
you know, even like thinking about, oh, it's been a while. I got to do my CV. Like I just, or just, you know, yeah. putting things together. Yeah. He not only is supportive of me in everything that I do, but to have that, um, like he's such a wonderful resource. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he remembers that he has like a photo, like. Graphic memory. Yeah. He yeah. does. And especially for art. It's creepy. It's oh. like, mm. And so, I mean, I have someone to help me. Yeah. And when yeah. I say I have all the opportunities, I really do even have someone at home that's, he's an arts administrator that's that works with artists, but he also keeps an art practice. And I was going to say to you, it, it is rare. I remember Mary Kavanaugh one time. I was thinking of going into like doing, you know, art yeah. admin or something like yeah. that. And she's like, no, if you do that, you won't be an artist anymore. Mm. And that is what usually happens. I, I and Darcy is definitely the the exception yeah. to the rule. But I think he feels it sometimes. Yeah. You know, and now, especially with, you know, this last year, oh my God, COVID for anyone who works in a not-for-profit. Yeah. It's been hell. I'll bet. Hey. Well, just because like, like you're just like, yeah, they're lucky. They, they're, they're always like, Oh, I'm lucky. I have a job. I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's a real bummer when you're going to work and it's like, you don't know when your next show is going to be. Yeah. You have to let people yeah. down. Like it's just been tough on them, yeah. but they're hanging in there. You know, Cass has been doing really well, good. And they've done like a couple great shows that have really, um, that have addressed, you know, sort of what art's like in COVID. And I then just so. that salon was really yeah, fun that, that they really did good. in the summer. Yeah. You know? I think, I think more things are going to happen. I think like everybody, and I, I don't want to speak for them, but you, you start to burn out if you don't, mm -hmm. you want to, you, I, and I was talking with Darcy just the other day about, well, you know, what about the, like the digital gallery and that role and everything. Yeah. And he's like, I, you know, I get it. And, but he's pretty old school and he really is a believer in, um, you know, the experience mm -hmm. and you can't really, mm -hmm. you know, that's what we're missing in COVID. Yeah. And nice. I think, I think maybe life will change a little bit, but um, hard to say, you know? Well, it's, it's even making a point to go see art. Most of us aren't like that, right? <laughs> well, you know what's funny is um, I bet you now I'll be going to a lot more art openings when, when it opens up. Yeah. Because it's just like with my MS, it's like you take these things for granted. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize how important it was just to have that ability. Like everybody has been like missing certain things that aren't open and access to stuff like the arts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and for whatever reason, I think... Um, you know, it's kind of been put on the back burner because, and, you know, is it, do we really, and I, this is kind of what I've been thinking about lately is, um, you know, how frivolous, like I said, is having an arts degree, being an artist and practicing in a community that has a lot of art, Yeah. but all of a sudden with COVID, everything's locked down. Um, I know um, even city council was talking about, you know, possibly putting a hold on the funding for the mural project mm -hmm. that kind of mm -hmm. caused some waves um often that's where things get cut right away right yeah and i'm just like am i part of that problem too because here i am i'm like oh well that's just i'm an artist but you know. what do you mean i'm well, an artist I, i'm an artist but what am i really doing with that yeah like I, I, oh, I'm an artist, but I'm a nurse, and yeah. I make. I, I spent most of my time nursing. Yeah. And is that really more important to me? Because that's what it's showed me when I'm spending my time either driving to work, thinking about work, preparing for work, working. 
and then being coming home and being too tired to do what really is yeah the most important thing to me is art I think yeah. and it took me like MS to find, figure that out Am I well, making any no, sense? No, you didn't. You are. You're making sense. I'm just going to contradict you for fun. Yeah. Um, but you called yourself an artist all growing up. So when what you changed. changed was when, as an adult, when the more appropriate title is nurse. So I make my money. That, I'm a yeah. responsible adult. Yeah. Whereas when you come back to all of a sudden, you know, what is really, really important. And, the, you yeah. know, you hear about those things, like yeah. really trying to figure it out because having the newer car because you need to work extra shifts. I or, think it comes down to fear Yeah, that you won't be able to, um, you know, have a life because you don't have money. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, where do we spend? I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I make... I made money, but I don't have a whole lot to show for it. Yeah. I mean, I... Um, you make money, you spend it. Well, you know what? I'm really disappointed in myself because I had a real struggle for a couple of months when all of a sudden I wasn't a casual nurse. Right. And I was like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Now I have to start thinking differently. Yeah. You know, because I thought, you kind of think, oh, this is going to last forever. It's sort of that mentality of like, work hard, play hard, but like, don't worry about the future. The future will be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. I think that's a real Albertan mentality, actually. And I mean, I'm an Albertan through and through. I've lived here most of my life. So it's like, yeah, that's my fault for thinking that. And well, I gotta smarten up. Well, because especially when we say work hard, play hard, we usually don't have the time or energy to play hard. Yeah, that's so. true, too. <laughs> Although I do miss going to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, go to, as, did you go to Vegas? A couple of times. Oh, yeah. You know what? When Trump got in, I didn't go anymore. Yeah. No, I can't. I don't think I'll and be then, And then COVID happened. And then yeah. I'm like, and now I just think. But you oh, like Vegas? What do you like about it? Oh, gosh. Everything. Just, it's, well, it's just a Food is sensation yep. of, of everything. It's a very it? visual a visual smorgasbord it's a do food you, smorgasbord do you write or journal while you're down there no i would just take a lot again. of pictures i did take a few but not that many no no so you're just taking it right just taking in it in drinking it yep. up man i think travel yeah. people are really missing that and and that's what i was really hoping to do more of too yeah, you know and it's too. just like dang yeah so is that your, what's your favorite spot that you've been? I haven't been to that many. Darcy and I went to Mexico. Yeah. And we just loved it. Yeah. 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 That was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, we never went to Vegas together. We always went separate. So oh. we would love to go together. That would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, I did all of Canada. Like I, I drove with a friend early on in, in um, I think my early 20s mid 20s yeah that was really cool because i really got a real appreciation for canada and yeah. having just been on the prairie provinces and not have gone past let's say winnipeg yeah it's like wow yeah that's pretty that's when pretty i did awesome. did my grad study work i went literally i did an in uh interview in uh nanaimo Oh, yeah. And then one out in Nova Scotia. So I did. Nice. Um, you know, and then Winnipeg, one's along the yep. way. Yeah. And did you fly or did you have to drive? Or? No, I bought a little Volkswagen oh Westphalia. God. Yeah, oh it was my the best God. thing ever. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, uh, you know drove what? across I heard Canada. about that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> now, it's great. I thought. I still have the Westphalia. I thought that um, Ontario was so damn long. Yeah, like, yeah. God, I mean, there was. I actually spent a long, a little, a little bit in Kingston. That's where I kind of spent most of my time when I was in Ontario. That's a great town. Yeah, how, city. How? How'd you? Ah, uh, my friend Kristen had um, 
uh, family friends there. Oh, so we okay. had a place to crash for free. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, that was that helps when you're traveling. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my God, it took forever to drive Ontario. So yeah. Get me out of this province already. Well, I remember like I went to like Montreal mm-hmm. and, and Toronto and um, just all these places. And I sort of thought, you know, oh, it's amazing in Montreal. And it is amazing in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Um, very amazing. And Ottawa is amazing. Yeah. But when I came back, I was like, I'm a prairie girl. Yeah. Somehow. And the light I wasn't. Is, the air and light are different here. Apparently. It's bright. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like I was happy to be home. Yeah. I, ha- I love visiting still. I yeah. love visiting Montreal and that. But yeah, I think, I guess I'm a, a prairie girl. Yeah, I get that. But, <laughs> oh well. I get that. Yeah, but I mean, it's... It's almost like we're disappointed. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Like, and that's where I'm talking when I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm an art. I am an artist, but I'm disappointed in myself to not take it to the next level. Yeah. Because I and have opportunities. For well, for to actually do it, number one, do it every yeah. day and make a living at it. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, just do it brazenly and and show people i mean who there's a lot of creative even more talented people than i but i just feel like you know what there's no reason this really can't just be you can be a nurse you can be a doctor you can be an artist like people not questioning that anymore but it's where um it's where society art to me is hard yeah but it's where society places that importance too Mm. like even going to school for art yeah. And recognizing art in everything that, you know, beautifies our city, makes living in a city even important and, and worthwhile and pleasurable. Yeah. And it not being um, frivolous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think so. I think so. Like, all of us, it's kind of like, oh, and it, when you look at Maslow's hierarchy and needs, it's kind of like, yeah. art is always kind of up there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I feel that. But I'm feeling like it could be a little bit lower. But that's because I'm in a very privileged... That's because we're kind of close to the top as it is. Well, I feel like, you know, I don't really have a whole... My needs are met. Yeah. To a basic, like, I I don't know, maybe my... um, Maybe I'm not ambitious enough, but I feel like as long as I have a safe place to live Mm -hmm. and I have lots of room, I can... I live in a house that Mm -hmm. in itself is awesome. Yeah. And I do have a vehicle. Yeah, it's a little beaner and it's like... (laughs) almost paid off but it's just like (laughs) wow that's great yeah and having you know the social connections some uh really good social supports uh i don't know like i mean maybe if my life is good enough i can do better things with it yeah and do things that aren't necessarily just gonna feed my bank account feed my ego but actually do something that's more takes a little more risk what what to you is success then because that's it's not totally it's, it. in art what is success so because money isn't really is it so is success you're not gonna always have things it. like that's for is sure it exhibiting more is i think it, it's all of it yeah yeah so and i think that. too it's not necessarily doing it for any other reason than the authentic like you're got to be authentic the authenticity of yourself comes through in your art and if mm-hmm. you're doing that on a pretty daily basis that's a, an amazing feat in itself. I think that's yeah. success. Right. If you're your authentic self and there's lots of people who aren't artists who are their authentic selves every mm-hmm. day and to do that every day and yeah. just to feel unbridled by like you know we're all struggling to find a piece of ourselves again I think especially mm-hmm. with COVID. Yeah. And um 
so I, I feel like for me, art is a big part of that because it's always been there. It's never gone away, but it's, it's recognizing the importance yeah. of it for me again. Yeah. So what are you, you've got your illness that you're it's it's a is it my new, would you call, I call it, it i call it my new co-pilot your co-pilot but you know what it's it's you know he's pretty quiet right now pretty so. quiet. <laughs> that's Doing good. all right that's good he's letting he's letting you take over i'm you're, you're i'm driving right now yeah. yeah 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 but do you think within that is that something that you want to use in your art that you want to write about or do you want to use art almost to forget about no i think it's just you know i don't think um Oh, that's a good question. Or is it just maybe just I creating? think it's just, you know what, until I'm sick, I'm not, I'm just, you, like, I'm lucky that I have an outlook that I think people have said, wow, you've got a really good, like a lot of the doctors too, have just been like, you've got a good attitude and you're just doing it and yeah. doing, like, living, you're living your normal life. Like, they gave me permission to live my normal life. Yeah. I kind of did have to hear that. Yeah. First, I was like, oh, my God, I got to eat this kind of, like, I was like, oh, yeah. I yeah. don't know if I can keep this up. Yeah. And I do have to change things for sure. But to live an authentic life means to live who you are every mm -hmm. day. And if I have MS or let's say if I have anything else like diabetes or if I have a heart condition or if I lose, you know, lose a leg or have to all of a sudden use crutches or something you know what I mean I don't mm -hmm. think that's going to stop how I do my art as long as I can still do it right physically like everybody right. needs to feel well to produce something yeah because yeah. I think you can't even write if you feel so ill it's really hard I mean people who are chronically ill and and having to you know make something even write or take care of themselves by like you know getting on the phone with you know well, and the, the God, like there's lots you need to do to just take care of yourself that yeah, takes energy. Yeah. So hopefully we can get people feeling positive enough and feeling well enough that they can just live an authentic life. Even if it's not at like this level. Yeah. Like for me, I'm probably like, I, I don't know. Well, it, it, I but, measure myself, but it's not fair. <laughs> I, I just like, I got to chill out, take it easy. You do. Yeah. I, I have to make sure I'm in bed at a certain time. Yeah. That's just me. And, um, you know, I do push myself because I want to do something. Yeah, I think we do need to push ourselves yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But it sounds like you you are someone who probably needs to be told. <laughs> chill yeah. out. Yeah. Chill out. Just, you know, chill you're out. okay to chill out. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I get, I, and I really like projects. Yeah. I think that if I'm not busy in some way, like that's probably part of doing art again, is if I'm not able to work like how it was, I have to take more time off. It's just like, well, I gotta There's do something. art you can do on the phone too, right? And so oh. even if you get to- Phone art, Talk, tell me well, more. Well, there's so many things you can do. Oh. You can you can layer your photos, you can- Right. So what I mean photos. is you can- I thought you said phone. Oh, phone. Like, I did, phone like art. on your phone. Oh, I right, meant. yeah, yeah. Um, See, I'm but, so old school, I'm like, <laughs> bring, bring. it's like attached to the wall still, I'm making art. <laughs> Actually, I, I remember I like there that. was phony. Phony. Oh, that's right. That was very cool. That was Robin, that was wasn't it? I, I can't oh, remember no, her no, name. That, that was, was a, a woman. Yeah. No. She's from it. Oh, I know. Yeah. I did. I really like that. Yeah, that was That cool. was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think Moody's owned the hotel. I think that's where. Anyways, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, hey, I can't let you go without talking about Potemkin because oh, you would have been part of that. That, yeah. And so, and I came again at that tail end. You guys were all 
doing your well, thing. Well, I think that thing. was important no matter when you came because it was just like, well, we... Just describe what Potemkin oh, is for people. Uh, it was like, okay, well, we didn't really start it. It was already kind of an established... It really, it was students that came out of Lethbridge University yeah, with an arts degree, fine arts degree, and we're like, wow, I gotta do something. Like, let's do something with it. Yeah. It's yeah. that attitude of like, we'll show some shows, yeah. we'll just put up our art, get other people involved, let's make something cool. Yeah. Because now we've got a degree, we're still making art, we're not going to just stop. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of um, what our group afterwards came out of university kind of did is we just wanted to revitalize that again. Because yeah. it was like, well, these people are going off doing masters now. Like, yeah. It's kind of like a continuation of the Lethbridge community um, university crowd. Yeah, it was very... But you know what? It was open to everybody. Yeah. And it, I think it grew with the projects because we started utilizing whatever spaces... There were we, exhibitions there. Yeah, whatever there spaces we could there. get our hands on. Yeah. I mean, they loved us. We cleaned it up for free. Yeah. All you know, the put up some... Probably. <laughs> that's probably why I'm fucking sick. Because <laughs> uh, when I think about that later, I'm like, oh my god. So that gross. flooring must have been oh. like so asbestos. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it, it was an uh, old building. Yeah. And uh, and it's beautiful now. Oh yeah, I know. Like it's so I'm so it's so nice when okay we didn't have any money or we didn't know but we at least got it to a point where someone saw the worth in it mm-hmm. even afterwards. It, yeah. I'm sure people did all the time, but at least we were utilizing spaces in the downtown core. Yeah. Um, for even a night just to kind of get people out and and to keep building the arts community. Yeah. Because you know what we didn't curate anything. Yeah. That was awesome. No, it was because then every it it came. It was very. It wasn't about it wasn't about picking or or making a certain show. It was about contributing and participating. Yeah, and you know what? There's some really great pieces, and I think that's where people really started to feel like they were an artist again. Yeah, and I needed that too. Yeah. Like I need that now. Yeah. So you know, who knows what ha- will happen? Yeah. Well, and there's so many that are still in the city. And that didn't create art spaces, right? And that's, I mean, I haven't lived in another city doing my art career, so I don't know what it's like. I just know. It's tough. I feel ours is very special. Yeah, because it's tough, I think, wherever you go. We're always carving out these spaces, yeah. right? We're yeah. always looking for, for stuff to put up our art and talk about it. and Just to feel like you're part of something. Yeah. And that, like, you do it for you, but you do it just to... I don't know it's important yeah you know and I think that's where I get kind of emotional about because I'm like it is important it's not about your success or how you know all of it like I feel there'll always be a part of my ego that really like wants to impress not just myself but my peers or just do something nice or good and be recognized but at the same time it's like ah I just know this is in me to do it yeah and don't waste that yeah you know and like you say, because sometimes, and if for some reason, writing, it seems to come out of nowhere. It seems to come out like all of a sudden it came in my head and then it yeah. flies on the paper. Yeah. Only with writing that happens. It doesn't happen as much with the visual arts for me. Yeah. But with writing, that'll happen where I all of a sudden feel like. Just boom, and I, I do And it. I feel like it's good writing. I you feel like you're going <laughs> to write today? I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe you you're, will. you're inspiring me. I just, I like, there's little things that you just take for granted. Like. You got a door right here. People can't see it. <laughs> what would it be like? I mean, just like you open that door and it's like, because we're on the second floor. We are, yeah. Third floor, maybe? I wish it. I wish you could look outside and uh, go outside. Probably, that would yeah, be great. That would be great. If it was a balcony. But um, <sighs> no, and, and these are spaces. I feel really lucky having 
this studio space that yeah, I have. Yeah, it is. It's actually, Dur- and Durst and I were talking about that. It's just like, God, he's got a space in the studio. Like, we kind of curved out little places at home, but it's having that community. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you make better art in a in an environment that's conducive to art making with other people around. I agree. It's yeah. just like plants. Plants like to live together. They yeah. create their own humidity. Yeah. They just generally do better, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We can be in our little pots, but we're still <laughs> close together. Well, I'm excited what you're going to do with your brand new Instagram. So we'll put yeah, it on there. Yeah, I don't even so know. Follow. I don't know how to post things. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. I'll t- I'll show you. Will you, you just how. show me how to I'll do it? I'll show you how to so do it. It's like okay, it's not like Facebook. No, it's better. I, I don't know, even it's, hardly it looks go to Facebook anymore. Oh yeah, I'm this sure. is just all images. But I just want to like I okay, so I, I like wanted to paste one of my poems today, and I'm like I don't know how to fucking do that. Um yeah, I'm I'll old show school. You. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> but this is so great because you know what? Had I not been at this point in my life, I would never been like i'm doing this damn it yeah and that's what i would really encourage people is like just don't wait for tomorrow yeah you know no you have the permission to even fail even if you suck at it just do it it's worth it yeah no it is and we have something to contribute to others right more than what you do for a living more than your just profession more than how you know we put ourselves in these boxes i think it takes a lot of time to reflect on what really is important to you but I think COVID's really helped us to do that. Speaking of important before before we go because it, it really resonated with me you were talking how you jumped on Zoom with um, before we went on air. Oh you really? Jump, yeah oh, you yeah. jumped on Zoom with um, some other artists that were of color Oh, and women. Yes. So it was women, sort of. It was like minority artists in in um, Alberta. Yeah, and, and um, just about uh, like it was pretty great. I think it took a while to get into the whole meat and potatoes of it, but it was like okay. So you know, we all struggle with our identity. I mean, minorities struggle in a way that I I can't really identify with. Not like I'm not a minority or. But it's it's hard enough, and they made that point hard enough to be an artist in Lethbridge. Mm-hmm. Now put on you know f- you know your gender and your yeah. your your culture, like all those things. You know what I mean? It's just like oh, wow. Now it's really tough, and they're brazenly just doing it. Yeah. And I was like, damn it, I can do like, dude. But not I'm a minority. Yeah, I'm an artist, but I don't even have those those you know bridges to cross those those barriers to overcome and i mean like they're living so authentically well but they I, need support well that's what i was going to ask you because i thought it was really great sort of what she said you could do because there are things that we i can think do. i think oh as a as a white artist as a, yeah how can we i know i just asked because I, I asked the question like i'm oh i I'm sick of feeling guilty. I do. I feel guilty. And I'm like, you know, how can I make things better? I'm kind of a fixer because mm-hmm. of even just being in, you know. That's just your that's just my, yeah. That's just what I am. But it's like, what can I do to make it better? And I think a lot of it isn't always about fixing something. It's about helping others to succeed and to also keep building on the positivity, the, the opportunities. Like if you are given an opportunity um you know in the arts for myself yeah. you know um any being a non we could be on yeah and any boards like anything that i could be a part of in my community yeah. even as a non-minority person encourage people 
within the community who are of minority to to you know uh in, in like if i was doing a poetry reading mm -hmm. and i knew of people of color or anything like yeah i'm gonna i want more of yeah. their culture in our culture because that's what our culture is now yeah but they need to also be invited yeah and, I was and encouraged in that way like they you know these there's lots of people, whether they're minorities or not, are just like, they're doing it. Mm -hmm. But what can we do more to um, help each other? Yeah. I guess... I guess in art, that goes anyway, right? Yeah. We're, we're sort of struggle for our, our spaces yeah. anyway, so... It's not a competition. No. It's recognizing people's differences and celebrate, celebrating them, but also, I think, taking the higher road. If you're given an opportunity... Um, to encourage and mentor and uh, create a space for people who are struggling. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is a struggle for, and I see it in mental health, too. Right. It's a struggle just to get to that level. Yeah. And I'm even struggling with my identity as an artist. Can you imagine someone who's struggling with their identity, not as an artist, but as, like, you know, uh, First Nations, of, you know, East Indian descent, like yeah. anything that's not white not you know prairie but then again mm -hmm. the prairies too i don't know if we quite do enough for our arts no I... like because after even traveling other areas of canada yeah you know we need to work harder in in promoting our arts here and mm -hmm. taking it to the level and, and of saying yeah this is important yeah how do we make people feel that well we just keep fighting the good fight being yeah. authentic i think yeah and encourage making sure that we're encouraging and also um they were talking on the zoom about um uh, just the importance of bringing up not just on an art artistic like artists but like how important it was to have people of minority also on boards and mentorship that right. way mm -hmm. like it's not just like plucking a minority from a group and like throwing it down being like there we go check <laughs> we did it no it's like you have yeah. to, it's a lot of work to work as a community and I think that's why I love book Potemkin it was grassroots made a lot of sense because it was so inviting yeah that you made those connections more um, I've, I felt more authentic mm -hmm. it was more my style because I was connecting as an artist with my community through establishing sort of a, a level field for everybody yeah and it wasn't so much like it was like asking for people's participation and keeping like it didn't matter if we had five or 500 people we always made room for them yeah yeah and i think sometimes people feel like oh i'm not good enough or it's not like i'm not invited or it's not my jam mm -hmm. i think we just have to like start pushing ourselves a bit to go outside uh, yeah. of our... like it's, an, it's it was unique that way wasn't it yeah it was very unique and I think that's a good reason I'm glad you brought that up today because I feel like after COVID and it ne we needs to do we need to do that again yeah I do too oh but baggage was another one that I absolutely loved that it. was a fun one yeah yeah that was one of actually my most favorite art pieces I made yeah was that one I really liked sometimes it. it's just like the right theme right yeah. and it yeah. just brings out and it kind of pushes you to try different things and yeah so I think yeah. it's as soon as people, you know, but maybe we need to start just like Art Walk did and have them in the storefronts or let's just All it is, gorilla it's, some art and around. Anybody can do it, really. It's just taking initiative. And yeah. I think that's what I want to do with the time I'm not working as a nurse. Yeah. I want to start taking more initiative. When you say, well, well what do I um, identify as success? Yeah. You know what? Take the initiative and just do something. Artie. 
Well, let's make we, you and I need to make a commitment. <laughs> that we're gonna do something already. I think yeah. I feel maybe better. we should. It's like going know, to the gym. Yeah. I mean, that's I, not happening. That's no, I'm sure. not going to gym. I don't think I'll ever studio. go to a gym again. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But I'll walk. Yeah, yeah. And do lots of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, do the art gym. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Maybe we need to uh, have some socially distanced um, art. Especially we've got our big Spirit gallery up space. here that John would probably let us borrow. And we John could. will come in one day and be like, holy yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, John, uh, just so those who might not know, is the owner of uh, the Trianon Gallery and also of this space, Studio Venus. Um, so he's the owner, he's an architect, he's a sweet, sweet man, and, uh, yeah, and we're lucky to have, like, we're like another person, part of the art community in Lethbridge, mm -hmm. right? So, well, this is a big gallery that's seen, he gave Kelly yeah. and I a show back in, when we had just graduated, yeah. you know, so he's had team. everything from some, um, you know, names I can't even, oh, yeah. International Imagine. artists. Oh yeah, and yep. then he let little old, you know, oh. <laughs> have a, have an exhibition it. too. So no, he's and you can always tell an artist cool. by their shoes, and your shoes are definitely already. Oh, they got paint all over them. They're yellow they, with green laces. Yeah, they're like they're pretty. They're cool. definitely yeah. I'm oh, all about thanks. the yellow these days too. Oh yeah. yeah, we match with our yellow. Well, thanks so much for chatting today. Thanks for helping. We me. should do it again. I, like it was like therapy for me. Thanks. Well, we'll do it again Therapy when you need lesson. another session. You're very easy to maybe, talk to. So. Maybe the next time I'll know more about my art and yeah. my identity as Maybe I will too. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> talk to you later. You bet. Great. All right.